Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth.
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening as we broadcast around the world on the Fringe FM. We welcome you if you're listening in the show archive on our website and the many radio and podcast players. And a special welcome and thanks to all of you listening in the advertisement-free show archive at thesecretteachings.info, which also gets you access to our montages and my digital books. Please sign up today to support the show. You'll get access to all of that. And if you sign up for one year, you'll get a physical copy of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. Those books are also available on our website for sale. You can also check out our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters. Find us on Patreon for behind-the-scenes videos and more. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, Gab and Gitter. And if you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable, that's rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. I would love your feedback on this radio show, on last night's show, or any show. If you want to share something with us, please send the show an email. I deal with all the emails, so they're going to come directly to me, and I will respond as best as I can if I have time to do so. If you need it to be urgently seen, if it's an emergency, send the email a couple of times because sometimes I I miss them. I've got about 200 unread emails right now, and I'm trying to go through those, but my days are so jam-packed. I was thinking last night, I don't even know I don't know where my my time goes. I I get up, I make a tea. I usually try to stretch or try to go outside. I try to read some. And yesterday was really, really jam-packed because I had sold out of my Occult Arcana book in studio and I had some people purchase copies and I was trying to communicate with them about whether or not they wanted me to drop ship the book or if they wanted me to order it, wait for it to come, autograph it, and then send it out. And so I thought, well, before I order any more of these books, I had a few little things I wanted to add to Occult Arcana, just like maybe a paragraph, maybe two paragraphs tops. So it's not like a major update, but I haven't done anything to that book in a while. So I decided, okay, I want to go in. I'm going to add a couple of sentences, a couple of paragraphs here or there. I added something on the Golden Dawn And I added a few things on the uh, magical squares of the planets. And like one thing about the uh, Kabbalah, one thing about the Tree of Life. And I got it done. And this book is massive. This isn't a six by nine pamphlet. Okay, this book is, it's basically a ream of computer paper. It's 542 pages. 
It's a massive compilation of esoterica, mythology, occultism. I've got everything in there from witchcraft and voodoo, but not promoting, you know, a certain kind of, you know, action or ritual, et cetera. It's more of a history to give people an understanding of, you know, the etymology of words and what certain symbols mean to different cultures. And, and, and so it's like it's like anthropology. There's so much stuff in this book, but it's massive. That's the point. It's, it's so big. And I I had to save this thing and I had to export it like two times because I, I made a mistake in one of the exports. So I exported it twice and then I had to upload it. So this is this is taking me like it took me like four hours to update this book. And um, it, I didn't get a lot of time outside yesterday, so I decided, all right, I'm going to, while this book uploads, you know, it's so big, it's taking so long, I'm going to go outside and enjoy like the last 60 seconds of sunlight. And cause that's how my days are. It's just nonstop. And then, you know, I got to make time for myself to go outside and enjoy the weather. It's part of the reason I moved here to uh, Arizona. So I go outside and I start walking and it gets dark really quick. So I, I came back and I grabbed a snack and I said, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to take a really long walk and I'm going to enjoy it. You know, I had some pistachios. I'm going to enjoy some nuts and I'm just going to kind of enjoy the weather because it was really nice outside yesterday. So I'm waiting for the book to upload. I go out and take a walk. And, um, you know, most people here, they've got their windows open because it's so nice outside. And I'm walking. I just kind of glancing around and I start noticing, you know, everybody has their TV on. Literally, like every townhome I walked by, you, they had a TV in, like right by the window. You could see it on. And I noticed that it was Joe Biden. And I thought, everybody's watching Joe Biden on TV. What is this? And as I said that to myself, I re- realized, oh, that's not the news. That's the State of the Union. I forgot there was this State of the Union address last night until I took this walk. And then I saw, you know, like everybody's watching it. And um, I thought, well, maybe I should go back and watch it. And then I thought, no, you know, (laughs) I don't really care. I don't really care, you know. And uh, then I thought, well, maybe I should watch it. And then I thought, no, I don't really care. I ended up watching, um, I watched Dirty Harry last night. It's one of my favorite movies with uh, Clint Eastwood. And uh, I mean, I could have watched the State of the Union last night. I just feel like I would have been pissed off before I went to bed. So, so I, I didn't. I didn't end up watching it. I got up. I got up this morning and I checked my email and I looked through um, social media to see if we got any feedback on the the Moon show we did last night. We did a show on the Death Star that is the Moon, how the Moon is so precisely, so strategically placed between the Sun and the Earth. We looked at NASA Apollo missions and some Soviet probes to the moon. NASA showing us the moon is hollow or has a very small core. Soviet probes showing us bizarre objects and anomalies on the moon. We talked about all of that last night. It's a really good show. It's in the archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you have the show in like a podcast player, that might be where you're listening to it now. Obviously, it, it should be should be updated if you're listening to this but I um I got up and I looked through that and then I when I was thinking uh I was reading about artificial intelligence this morning and I was thinking what am I going to do for the show today this is you know how I start every day I got to find a show topic and then I realized oh man the state of the union was last night so like I realized yesterday last last night the night before last you know it gets depending on when you're listening to this uh, the night of the State of the Union, I, I forgot about it. I saw people watching it on TV, 
And then I decided just to watch a movie. And then I woke up the next morning. And again, I just forgot there was a State of the Union. And uh, I thought, okay, you know, this is what this is what everybody wants to talk about. This is what everybody seems to want to discuss. So, all right, I'll bite. I'll, I'll talk about the State of the Union. This is like one of the first times that I'm going to choose a, a popular hot subject and I'm going to compete with everybody else who's also talking about, you know, the same subject. And uh, here's my perspective, I can tell you to start. I do not like Joe Biden. I don't think I can be in the vicinity of a Democrat for more than about two seconds anymore because in my experience they're rabid animals that foam at the mouth i don't think i can be around uh, most republicans um i'm not talking about you know you as an individual who has a political viewpoint i'm talking about the rabid nature of political bias I, i just can't be around it like it makes me sick to my stomach it makes me really really ill and I just cannot deal with it. You know, when I started to learn about, you know, like politics and, you know, the, the way that, you know, governments are run, etc., I, I tended to lean into the libertarian camp. And uh, after a while in that camp, I, I stopped listening to libertarians, too, because, again, in, in my experience, all the libertarians I was around, all they wanted to do was drink and smoke weed. So I was like, all right, this this group isn't for me either. And I'm definitely not an anarchist, so I don't know where to go. I don't get along with any of these these groups. I don't get along with any of these individuals because it's not the it's not even policies or viewpoints. It's it's ego. It's an inability or a refusal to acknowledge when one is wrong. To acknowledge when one has done something that should be corrected. And furthermore, to have either an inability or an unwillingness to acknowledge when the group that you are a part of has likewise done something wrong or said something wrong and done something that should be rectified. And it is rare, it is rare to meet anybody, Christian, Democrat, anarchist, atheist, whatever, who can honestly say, you know what, my group was wrong. I don't necessarily agree with my group. You know, I was wrong. I don't necessarily need to be right. I can admit when I'm wrong, you know. I just don't think that, I don't think that this is something that that a lot of human beings can do. It has nothing to do with politics or religion. It has everything to do with the ego. It has everything to do with that unseen, unidentified part of of what makes us human. Part of that animating emotional force that drives physical existence. And to me, you know, especially yesterday, I was I was reading a lot about the tree of life, and I was, you know, I, I'm editing my occult arcana book, and I'm reading about, you know, the the, the different Sephiroth, you know, all the way from Kether down to Yisid and Malkuth. And just using that as a guidepost, it, it's like, I, I don't care what your viewpoint or what your belief system is. It, it, most people are locked 
They're locked in Malkuth. It does not matter how wrong they are. It does not matter how wrong their group is. They steadfastly refuse to acknowledge when they're wrong or when they've made a mistake. I mean, I just it's unreal. It is unreal. I, I even I mean, literally everything that like I interact with, uh, my fiance's job, where I had to write uh, these lengthy legal letters to her corporate office to get her out of wearing a mask here in Pima County, Tucson, Arizona. And I was right. I knew the law. And they eventually said, okay, you can come back to work and we're going to pay you for the time off. She actually came on the show and we talked about this a few weeks ago. But the point is, they never contacted her and told her we were wrong. They never contacted her and told her, uh, excuse me, we're really sorry about that. We would like to make it up to you. Nobody said anything to her. The only reason we found out she could go back to work was because I went to another store and I realized they weren't wearing masks. And they said, oh, yeah, last night the corporate changed their policy. And then I said to myself, well, yesterday afternoon, I sent them that legal letter. And then they changed their policy immediately after reading it. Nobody says that it's because of that. The company doesn't admit that they're wrong. And this is, it's just disgusting to me. Like, when I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. To me, I don't find that difficult to do. I pronounce things wrong. Sometimes I get dates wrong. I'm sure last night on the Death Star show, I'm sure that I got some of the mathematics wrong because I'm not a mathematician. I don't fully like grasp math and numbers well. So I'm sure I got some of that stuff wrong. And it's really sick that we as human beings exploit and hijack when someone can admit that they're wrong to further demean and degrade and try to use that as leverage to prove their point. And this is you know, why you can't argue with someone who only has rhetoric and talking points. You can't argue with that because they always sound right. They always, because of confidence, it's all just a projection of confidence. If you sit, if you stand, if you give a State of the Union and you just say those words, we are united, we need better jobs, we need education, we need security, that's great. Who isn't going to clap to that? Who isn't going to stand up and cheer for that? Who isn't going to to look at that, listen to that, and say, I agree. And that's what is really difficult about what we call politics and just generally speaking, what we, what we interact with and what we experience daily as the affairs of our society and our culture and our country and our world. Rhetoric and talking points sound really good and they're really hard to combat because, well, they're rhetoric, they're talking points, it's propaganda, it's buzzwords, it's the reduction of language and communication to the point where everything becomes a fallacy. Everything is the false dilemma. You either agree that we're united or you're trying to divide us. You either agree, yes, I want the Patriot Act to be law, or you're not a patriot. Yes, I want the National Defense Act, or you don't believe in national defense. 
And you can't argue that with people who are so one-dimensional in their thinking that they literally, it seems, lack the ability to have an objective conversation, to have a discussion, to have a debate where we can look at something, we can look at a topic, an idea, and say, all right, you know, you're a little bit, I think, right about this, and they say you're a little bit right about this, and we can shake hands and agree. And that's, you know what that is? That's, that's what it means to be a statesman or a stateswoman. That's what it means to be a civil servant. That's what it means to be a diplomat. Diplomacy. Go across party lines, have discussions. Rather than this, everything is just a backdoor deal. Everything is corruption. Everything is propaganda. Everything is rhetoric. And that's not confined or unique to the United States of America. It's the whole world. Because we don't have any... When we get rid of, 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 of a generalized moral standard and we get rid of ethics and we get rid of you know, actual debate and we reduce everything to talking points, people lose their power. And so everybody wants to congregate around those that, that have power, perceptually or otherwise, because it feeds them. They're like the little tiny fish that swim under the big shark. Except in nature, we would assume those fish aren't that conscious. It's an instinct to swim with the big shark so they don't get eaten. So we can't really look at those tiny fish and say, well, that's pathetic. But for a human being to do the same thing, for a human being to be conscious and have all the information in the world available at their fingertips, and to live in a world where, for the most part, we have more disease and obesity and things like that than we do poverty and starvation because there's so much wealth in the world and you still choose to be the little fish that swim next to the, swims next to the big fish because you're a pathetic sack of trash. And that is, that is pretty much how our whole culture, our whole society works. I looked for about five minutes this morning Five minutes I watched of the State of the Union initially. I ended up going back and listening to most of it later. But I watched like five minutes of it. And, and I tell you what, I, I swear to God, in the first five minutes, I was physically sick. Because I saw more people at the State of the Union with the colors of a foreign country, which is really telling and is, is kind of Freudian on a lot of different levels. I saw more people with foreign colors, blue and yellow, than I did with American flags. Where the President of the United States gave his State of the Union speech, I saw Ukrainian flags, Ukrainian colors, and the the rawest, purest rhetoric and propaganda, and it made me sick to my stomach. Did you notice that? Did you watch the State of the Union? Did you see the disgusting display in the House of Representatives? Did you see that there were more Ukrainian symbols and colors than there were American symbols and colors? Why do you think that is? I have an idea. 
it's probably because Ukraine represents the drive to a larger united European Union. It represents the drive to a larger, expanded, powerful NATO. It represents the drive to push the United States into the international community, voiding our borders and voiding our sovereignty. It represents the merging of super states like the EU and the North American Union. And it represents the dissolving of your inherent rights and liberties that are enshrined and protected, not by a piece of paper, not by a piece of parchment, but by the symbol that is the United States of America. And those symbols were overshadowed by foreign colors and foreign flags from a country that I guarantee you, not even half of the people in that room during the State of the Union could find on a map, could spell, or have ever been there in their lives. And it made me sick to my stomach. Because as I watched the State of the Union, and I listened to the State of the Union, I saw calls for war. I saw selected words that are literally chosen for psychological reasons. Remember when Obama used to say, look, listen, look, listen. Joe Biden did the same thing during the State of the Union. Did you hear that? Did you notice that where he said, look, look. Yeah, a lot of politicians do that. You know why they do that? Because it's all psychology. It's all psychology. If I say, look, okay, listen to me. Look, listen to me. You're the authority. Look at me. Listen to me. You're the father figure. If you don't look, if you don't listen, you're going to be in trouble. Just everything that I witnessed, everything that I saw made me sick to my stomach. And they told us at the State of the Union, I say they because Biden says, you know, they won't let me say certain things. So whoever wrote the speech, they told us that we don't really have to wear masks anymore. Just right before the State of the Union. They told us they want to fund the police. They told us that there are all these great jobs and that the economy is getting better and we're going to make Vladimir Putin pay. But a shift from a pandemic to having this, this neocon, neoliberal enemy image to hold society together. It was an invisible virus. Now it might as well be an invisible president, an invisible dictator in a country that we've never even been to. You know, it's like Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein or Mohammed Mossadegh or whoever. And most Americans are like, yeah, 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 Ukraine. Not even knowing that, you know, in 2010, the president, Viktor Yanukovych, Yanukovych or Yonukovych, I think is how you pronounce his name. See, I'm wrong sometimes. Yanukovych, he refused the IMF offer to buy off Ukraine and their resources. And then we overthrew him four years later. Same thing we did with Mohammed Mossadegh. Same thing we've done with dozens and dozens of countries around the world. It's the old economic hitman scenario. But I guess we forgot about how the world really works. And now we would like conflict and war. We would like more inflation, more rising prices. And we want it all in the name of we're united. We want it all in the name of those buzzwords that sound really good. Education, peace, security. All rhetoric, all propaganda, all nonsense. 
And then today, we just move on and think it's all great as we pay. Well, I drove past a gas station. They had gas at $4.59. Everything's really great. Got a good job, high-paying job. Everything's wonderful. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. It's the state of the buffoonian, the clown show. And we'll be back. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Who am I supposed to vote for? Am I supposed to vote for the, the Democrat who's going to blast me in the ass, or the Republican who's blasting my Listen, ass? politics is just all one big ass it blast. You're going to get your ass blasted. Nationwide okay, ass blast. No I'm your host, Ryan Gable. 
and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio. It was the state of the buffoonian last night, the absolute disgusting display of rhetoric and propaganda that no matter who the party is, no matter what the religion is, no matter what the belief system is, if you've got rhetoric and propaganda, there's not really a way to combat that logically. There isn't really a way to combat that in a group. I say logically because if you sit and discuss something with someone who only has talking points, who only has rhetoric, and the people that listen to the rhetoric and listen to the talking points usually don't have or they refuse to utilize their ability to discern things. They believe in the fallacy. You're with us, you're against us. You're with us or you're with the terrorists, as George Bush said, right? Obama used to say, look, 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 listen, look, look. Why do they say that? The same way, uh, same reason, the same kind of a thing, the same way they get you to pay attention when they, they move their hands in certain ways, right? Obama used to wave his hands. Joe Biden does that pseudo tough guy look into the camera. Gives you that, that old man glare. And I'm fighting for you. It's just complete and absolute nonsense. It's total nonsense because if you watch the State of the Union, you listen to the State of the Union, you watched a disgusting display of politics, a disgusting display of people who don't care about you, people who care more about the image that they support civilians in a country that is literally thousands and thousands of miles away. I'm looking at a picture of the State of the Union right now, and I see literally more blue and yellow, more colors and more flags and more symbols from a foreign government. It doesn't matter if that foreign government is hostile, friendly, or somewhere in between. There are more people at the State of the Union with Ukrainian flags, Ukrainian colors on their clothes, on their jackets, on their suits, on their pants, etc., than American flags and American colors. The only blue in that room was the blue on the American flag and then all the people dressed in blue with yellow for Ukraine. That's it. And it's a disgusting display of hypocrisy. It's a disgusting display of anti-American values while they sit there and they cheer and they applaud. America, yeah. United, yeah. Security, yeah. Freedom, yeah. Joe Biden said he released 30 million barrels of oil. Because that's going to drive gas prices down. And he wants to help you pay for gas. And he wants to help you put food on the table. I want to play some of this this garbage for you. I want to play some of this nonsense for you. I sit here and I look at it. We'll play this one to start. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Let's just listen to Joe Biden in his State of the Union. Any precedent for half a century is under attack as never before. 
If you want to go forward, not backwards, we must protect access to health care, preserve a woman's right to choose, and continue to advance maternal health care for all Americans. And folks, for our LGBTQ plus Americans, let's finally get the Bipartisan Equality Act to my desk. The onslaught of state laws targeting transgender Americans and their families. It's simply wrong. And I said last year, especially to our younger transgender Americans, I'll always have your back as your president so you can be yourself and reach your God-given potential. <laughs> this is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard a politician say. He backs the younger transgender Americans. He's their president. He'll always have their back. And there are states, evil states, targeting transgender Americans. I honestly just want to get up and walk away from the microphone right now. Because this stuff is, is, is so clownish. It's so ludicrous. It's so ridiculous. It's so disgusting. It's vomit worthy. Let's try to see how many of these ridiculous talking points, how much of this clownish, buffoonish rhetoric we can even get through tonight on the show. Let's address what he said. Transgender Americans. Do you know how many transgender Americans there are? Less than a percent of the whole population of 300 plus million people. It's like 330, 340 million. Of 300 plus million people, less than 1% are actually transgender. Actually transgender. The average American doesn't watch the State of the Union address. How many of that 0.7% of the transgender community do you think are tuning in to the State of the Union thinking, I hope he mentions me. I hope he says something about transgender rights. Let me ask you a question. What rights do you not have? What rights do you not have as an American, as a citizen? Unless you're a felon, you can own a gun. You can vote. You can go to the store and buy groceries. If you have the money, you can buy a car. What rights do you not have? What rights are not protected by the various amendments to the U.S. Constitution? What rights does the Constitution not afford you as an American? We're going to protect transgenders. I've got your back. You know why that's disgusting? Because less than 1% of the population are actually transgender. I guarantee you the percentage of those people tuning in to the State of the Union was so small you can't calculate it. And because in saying that, you're speaking to a mob of brainwashed, brain-dead, mentally ill people who think that they represent a fringe, teeny, tiny, small minority of people that are oppressed. Because some governors have decided we would like to protect women's sports and prevent large, muscular men who identify as women from competing in women's sports. We would like to protect women by preventing men who are typically stronger, bigger, faster, etc., competing and beating women 
in sports, whether that's college or that's high school or that's professional. That's why it's disgusting. Because you're literally exploiting less than a percent of the population to advance this political narrative and this virtue signal that you stand with the transgenders. It makes no sense at all. But how many Americans even know that? How many Americans know about the transgender percentage of the population? Most Americans probably don't even know what those symbols are hanging up behind Joe Biden at the House of Representatives. You know what those are, right? Fasci. Most Americans probably don't even know what the stripes on the flag represent or the stars on the flag represent. Most Americans probably don't even know what's happening in their own city. But they sure as hell know what's happening in Ukraine. They don't go to their own city council meetings, but they're ready to fight politically for a country that is thousands of miles away that you've never been to, that you don't know the history of. It's just, it's baffling. Let's listen to Biden say that again. And by the way, when he's talking about women's rights, literally all the women they show you, none of the women are clapping. It's old, disgusting, most of them white men that are clapping because they use women, they use transgenders, the small percentage of those that exist. They use minority groups and people that are perceived as being down and beaten up to advance their political agenda. All politicians do it, and it's a disgusting, vomit-inducing display of amorality, of an unethical will to, at all costs, advance their bias. It, it, I mean, I really want to throw up. You plus Americans, let's finally get the Bipartisan Equality Act to my desk. The onslaught of state laws targeting transgender Americans and their families. It's simply wrong. It's amazing that you have two women behind Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, who looks like she popped some pills and she probably drank a couple bottles of Well, probably not vodka because they're dumping that out, but I don't know what she likes, tequila, some kind of liquor. She drank something. She took some pills before this. And then you got Kamala Harris, the outright outspoken communist who is standing behind Joe Biden. Both of these women are clapping their hands as Joe Biden says, we're going to prevent people, young women, from having an open platform, an open place to swim, play basketball, baseball, whatever. We're going to prevent that by allowing growing, testosterone-driven men to compete in their sports. And you're saying that to an audience, none of which are actually transgender. So basically, you're using transgenders to your advantage as a weapon, as a shield. And that is reprehensible and disgusting. 
And as I said on the Pluto Return show last week, if you're a member of LGBTQ, you should be appalled and disgusted. But you know why they won't be appalled and disgusted? Most of the people in that LGBTQ plus group, I don't know if that's like Disney plus LGBTQ plus, because they get the benefits. They get the social rewards. And that's why one in five Gen Z now identify as LGBTQ because you benefit from it. It's like a social credit. Somebody grabs your wallet out of your purse. Somebody grabs the necklace off your neck. Somebody tries to to rape you, try to stop them, and they say, but I'm LGBT. That's that's how they use it as a shield. It's it, it literally you have people that aren't even. It's just it's so disgusting. I I can't even I can't even look at this this crap. It is so it, it is vomit inducing. It's it's just grotesque. So that 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 just gets us started. Let's listen to some of these other things. And um, I love how there's like no calling out of Joe Biden for literally, once again, getting the country wrong. Getting the country wrong. He literally said, Iran and not Ukraine. I don't know if anybody saw that or heard that. He actually said it was the people of Iran. The people of Iran. Not Iraq, not Iraq you know, Iran people of Iran, because we tried to help the people of Iraq, right? No, not even Iraq, just Iran, not Ukraine. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. <laughs> Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, missiles, planes, guns, terrorism, but... Putin may circle Kiev with tanks... But he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. And then you can literally in the background watch the disgusting Kami Allah Harris mouth Ukraine. And nobody's going to like just call that out and point that out. Are we so biased? Are people so morally inept? Are people so ethically corrupt that you can't look at your so-called leader of your so-called party, and say, actually, Mr. President, it was Ukraine, not Iran. And I don't even know how you forget the country when literally there are more people with Ukrainian flags and colors in the audience than there are American flags and colors. And you still say, you still say, Putin will never win the hearts and minds of the Iranians. Are these people serious? I played the clip for you last week. Nancy Pelosi said Hungary was invaded. You are a representative and a powerful representative of the most powerful government in the world. And Nancy Pelosi doesn't even know that Ukraine was invaded. And Joe Biden said, don't worry, Iranians, we've got your back. Putin is never going to conquer you. I, I, I can't believe that I'm listening to this garbage. And I know very well there are some Democrats out there listening to this show right now probably thinking he's a right winger. 
Do you understand that your president can't even identify the country that's invaded? You have Nancy Pelosi who can't identify the country that's invaded. Joe Biden at the State of the Union just sits there and says, well, he'll put... Putin's, he can surround Kiev, but he'll never conquer the minds and hearts of the Iranians. It's not even close. These letters that start these words are at different ends of the alphabet. That's not a Freudian slip. Here, listen to it again. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. The Iranian people. Are you kidding me? And people watch this on national television. And let me tell you something right now. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, because I, I know people like this. Last night, I took a walk when I got done with all my work. And I walked around my neighborhood here. And I saw people, they had their windows open because it's really nice outside. They had their TVs on and the State of the Union was on. And I've run into like three or four different people here that are like rabid, outspoken Democrats. And I've told all of them, I'm not political. I don't necessarily take a side. But when I see corruption and things that are wrong, you know, I tend to point it out and I tend not to support it. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you these people watched this crap last night and they sat there and they listened to this old, dementia-ridden, disgusting bag of trash, Joe Biden, this racist, bigoted, anti-human, anti-American piece of filth, sit there in front of the nation and get the name of the country wrong sit there and spew the most disgusting rhetoric and propaganda that one could potentially or possibly write. And they're going to watch that and be like, well, he meant Ukraine. It's okay. He's a good leader. He does have a blue tie on. He cares about women. Look, there's a woman behind him. He cares about black people. I mean, he he, he dealt with corn pop, right? He likes kids. Look at him sniffing those kids. He loves kids. He's a good person. I had that crazy nut job, liberal, old piece of trash in my neighborhood literally look at me and say, I'd rather go to war in Russia than have a competent president in the White House because Trump wasn't a Democrat. These people are sick. These people are mentally ill. And these people are a threat not only to our country, but they are a threat to freedom and liberty anywhere it exists in the world. They are a threat to you and your family. They're a threat to your job. They're a threat to your livelihood. They're a threat to this planet because they're encouraging full-scale war. But don't worry, Joe Biden said, nope, we're not going to have troops on the ground in Ukraine. No, but they'll send billions of dollars that you're going to pay for in weapons and missiles. They're going to fund a proxy war in Ukraine. But we won't put troops on the ground. Let's listen to some of this nonsense that this old, disgusting piece of trash spewed at the State of the Union. And I swear to God, I swear to God, one person messages me and says, you're a Republican, you're a conservative, you're a right-wing nut, and I'm going to lose my shit on them (laughs) because I can't deal with that crap anymore. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a Republican. But I'm surely not a Democrat, and I surely don't support this disgusting piece of trash that you call the president, who can't, looking at an audience that could just as well be the parliament of another country, because everybody is wearing the colors of another country, but they won't touch an American flag, and you still can't get the name 
of that country right. You call it Iran. Let's listen to some of this other garbage. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home in this chamber, in this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. All right, that is the first statement. There's the first statement from Joe Biden. It was unprovoked. He rejected repeated attempts at diplomacy. Hey, I'm not following the situation very close, all right? But I know for sure that for years, NATO and the EU have expanded and expanded and expanded to the front door of Russia. And if I were a Russian, if I were Putin, I would take that as an offense. We know that NATO and the EU want to incorporate Ukraine into their little global corporate government run by big central banks. That is probably a threat to Putin. So it is not unprovoked. And Vladimir Putin tried to have talks with the Ukrainian government. Those talks were mostly ignored, but we don't even know if that's entirely true. And we had a president for a couple of years who had talks with Putin, who tried diplomacy, and every time he did that, we called him a Russian asset. So you're going to stand there and tell the country that it was unprovoked and that the things that Putin is doing He's doing without any act of diplomacy when he's only doing these things now because the West is weaker with you in office and he knows damn well that you aren't going to stop him. So why would Putin have have made this decision at any other time? It's literally just everything that comes out of these people's mouths is a lie. And when you sit there and you watch the State of the Union... You sit there and you listen to the State of the Union and you think, oh, yeah, Uh uh-huh, yep, that's right, yep, oh, yeah, I heard that. Oh, he's he's such a great president. Listen to the talking points. Oh, yep, I like that piece of rhetoric. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah, clap and cheer and stand up and be excited and, oh, oh, my God, he said that he's not going to take it anymore. He said Putin better watch out. Oh, my God, he said he's going to get jobs. He's going to get education. He's going to get security. These are all things we need as a country. And then you get up today and you go to the store and you pay 10% more than you paid in the last five years. Then you got to get gas and you're paying double what you paid a year ago. But you're still thinking, no, Joe Biden is, he's making this country great. It's, it's a good day to be an American and an especially good day to be a Democrat. You have to be so disconnected from reality. You have to be so mentally ill. You have to be so delusional to think that way. I don't know how anybody can go pay for gas and literally think, oh, I'm paying $4 a gallon for gas. Thank God Joe Biden's in the White House 
Thank God that we shut down the Keystone Pipeline after it was finished. Thank God they're releasing 30 million barrels of oil. That'll really help drive down gas prices. Doesn't this make you want to puke? Doesn't this just like absolutely disgust you? Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe maybe you like paying $5 for a gallon of gas. Maybe you like the potentiality of a third world war. Maybe you like all the rhetoric and all the things that allow you to not have to think critically. Maybe you like it. I don't know. I don't like it. I think it's disgusting. And if I say it's disgusting, then people call me, you know, you're a Republican, which I just, I, I can't even do it. Chamber in this nation, he thought he could divide us in Europe as well. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to play you some of these clips from the state of the, what I call, buffoonian. The state of the buffoonian, which is the buffoon, which is the clown, which is the joker. And I just can't understand, I really can't understand how people can listen to this, people can watch this, and think, yeah, good point. Oh, yeah, the economy's great. Yeah, all these jobs. Oh, my God, the inflation's going down. Gas prices are going down. I've got a job. This is wonderful. Crime rates are going down. It's all thanks to Joe Biden. He's doing a wonderful job. I mean, he's never seen someone who's so unable to put words together, propped up like a king or a god. I mean, it's like Joe Biden is an incompetent mouse of tongue, and like you can't say anything about him or they'll, they'll just shoot you in the head, they'll execute you. But he's not even giving the order. Someone else is controlling what this guy says and what this guy does. And besides, we're so focused and concerned about the president, and we forget as they remove the mask rules and they bring us into this conflict with Russia to bring the people together and to forget about the supply chain shortages and to forget about gas prices going up and to forget about lack of employment, etc. They do all this right before the midterms to let you know that everything's cool. Just keep voting blue no matter who. If you vote blue and you vote red no matter who, you're a moron. You're an idiot. It's almost impossible to find reason in this world, especially with media. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. State of the Buffoonian. We'll be back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. 
This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Show. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world as we broadcast on the Fringe FM. We welcome you if you're listening in the free archive on the website or on the many radio and podcast players. We ask you if you're listening on a podcast player, please leave us a review. Give us whatever the amount of stars is that you think that we deserve. Please let other people know about the show. If you're listening in the Secret Teachings Archive, that is advertisement-free with montages and my digital books, a special welcome and a special thank you for supporting the show and keeping us on air. You can also buy one of my books, grab a water filter from Pro One on our website, find us on Patreon, and check out our new the Secret Teachings Tree of Life t-shirts available through TeePublic. You can also contact the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. I want to tell you why I'm covering this subject tonight. I'm calling the show State of the Buffoon Yin. And I'm calling it the State of the Buffoon Yin because I think we need to get back to the basics. We need to get back to the basics of politics, the basics of conspiracy, the basics of reason and logic, the basic of ethics, the basic uh, basic of uh, morality. These are just things that we we seem to have have forgotten. I mean, here are some of the basic elements, the basic components of the State of the Union address. The words that are chosen, like look. The words that are chosen, like united. The words that are chosen to make you feel, as an American, empowered, 
and represented when virtually nobody on that screen, the president, the vice president, speaker of the house, or any of the people in that room who were more concerned with wearing Ukrainian flags and Ukrainian colors than they were American flags and American colors. Virtually nobody there gives a damn about you or a damn about your family or a damn about anything else except what makes them look good and what gives them a little bit of power. You know, our government was instituted to protect the rights of the individual. And we know that when there is fear of the government, there is tyranny. And when there is fear of the people, there is liberty. And we know when we look at these career politicians on the left and the right, when we look at people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who claim that they represent all the minorities and yet they are instrumental, they were and are instrumental in incarcerating those minorities at a far higher rate than any other group. We know that when we look at these people, people like Kamala Harris believes that we should have equality of outcome no matter What you do, no matter who you are, no matter what you create, you should end up at the exact same place everybody else ends up at. We know who these people are. They're decrepit. They're disgusting. They're puke face. They're jackbooted, petty tyrants who want power. Some people don't necessarily want power. Some people are scared. Some people are weak. Some people are just outright pathetic. And they'd rather swim underneath of the big shark so they don't get eaten. And people are willing to do and say anything so that they don't get consumed. So they repeat, they regurgitate talking points, rhetoric, and they find a side, a group of people that they identify with, and they believe everything, defend everything, and reject everything that that group believes, defends and rejects. They become a part of that group. And when anybody addresses the fault of that group, they become defensive. They defend the group. They defend the collective. They defend the hive. I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about the general state of human affairs. Hell, people fight over Xbox and PlayStation. What's better, Microsoft or Sony? Who gives a damn? They're both selling your information. Who gives a damn? They're both watching you in your home. You fight over who the president is and think nothing about the Congress, think nothing about the Senate. We fight over Ukraine, but don't know what's going on in our own city. I am going to say this a hundred times tonight. There were more people at the State of the Union with Ukrainian flags than American flags. There were more people at the State of the Union wearing Ukrainian colors than American colors. Because they need everybody to know they care. They need everybody to know that they believe in the new order. They're good adherents to the new order. Their adherence to NATO and the European Union, 
and the North American Union and the merging of these giant super states because it's supposed to bring peace to the world. Vladimir Putin is showing you why NATO and the European Union is a bad idea. See, they're telling you the exact opposite of reality. Putin is showing you what happens when a country says, we're not going to participate. We don't want your Western corruption. We don't want you coming into our country and spreading your perverse sexual ideologies, as Putin has said. We don't want you absorbing everything around us, pointing guns and missiles at us and expecting us to capitulate. That doesn't justify what Putin has done in Ukraine. But you don't even know what Putin has done in Ukraine. And I guarantee you hardly anybody, hardly anybody wearing those colors last night also knew what was going on in Ukraine. I look at Joe Biden. I bet you that guy, he reads a script and then he goes off and he does whatever. I don't even think the guy acts like a president. I don't think he does anything. You look at him, he's literally reading a teleprompter and then he goes off and does something else that has nothing to do with the presidency. It's a joke. It's buffoonery. And it starts off with the mask policy being revoked right before the State of the Union. Don't you think that's interesting? We're going to show the world. We're going to specifically show the Americans. We don't need to be afraid anymore. It's over. Dr. Brian P. Monahan, the attending congressional physician, announced on Sunday, one day before the State of the Union, that masks would not be required for those attending the speech. That's right. You did have to have a coronavirus diagnostic test to attend the State of the Union, but no mask. I would love to be in Congress. I'd love to talk to someone like Dr. Brian Monahan. I'd love to be in the public spotlight, not for the power, but for the ability to shine a light on this level of corruption. I love fighting with doctors. You know why I like fighting with doctors? Because I got a bunch of brainwashed people that went to school for eight years who would rather prescribe me a drug than tell me to eat some broccoli. Because I got eight-year doctors who don't know anything about vitamins or nutrition, who wouldn't even recommend going out in sunlight, who wouldn't even recommend de-stressing, but they would recommend surgery and drugs and wearing a piece of cloth over my face until it isn't politically necessary and it's politically harming you So we have to show the country, we as Democrats, we as the president and the vice president, we as your leaders, think it's okay to take the mask off. And if you think that the Centers for Disease Control changed their guidelines just a few days ago, coincidentally, then we have a hell of a deal for you here in Arizona, as they say. Beautiful oceanfront property.
This is all political nonsense. It's buffoonery. One article I read said Biden and congressional Democrats uh, sought to show that they understood that pandemic restrictions could exact a high political price come November. That's all that it is. They don't care about your health. They don't care about your psychological well-being. They don't care about your kids. They don't care about your family. They don't care about your job or your income. They sit there for two plus years and they lock you up in your house under threats, under intimidation, under coercion, and under what I would classify under the U.S. Patriot Act as an act of terrorism, coercion, threats, intimidation, fear, etc. And then they have the audacity to tell you, knowing that you're tired of lockdowns and restrictions and masks and all the fear and the terrorism, and you're ready to stand up and say no more, And then they realize, oh, okay, well, we'll drop the mask policy and we won't even project this as political theater at the State of the Union because we understand that you're done with it. So we'll be done with it too. Which at the beginning, if you would have said, I'm done with this, it would have been over from the beginning. But now as the election approaches, as the midterms approach, And as all the polls and all the stats show Democrats being absolutely trampled, now the masks go away. The CDC changes their policy. Dr. Brian Monahan says, no more masks. But they can still hold on to that power by making you take a test. So they can determine where you're allowed to go. What you're allowed to attend. And they can keep those numbers in the background so they can turn them up or turn them down when they need a boost to their power. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the most grotesque and repulsive thing that happened at the State of the Union as far as I'm concerned. It had nothing to do with Ukraine or Putin. Everybody wearing Ukrainian flags, that's a pretty close second. But the fact that the CDC changes their guidelines, the fact that the doctor, the congressional physician says, all right, no more masks, it's okay, literally the night before the State of the Union. So now it's safe? Now it's okay? Joe Biden said, quote, thanks to the progress we have made this past year, COVID-19 need no longer control our lives. That's quite a a Freudian statement, don't you think? COVID-19 need no longer control our lives, but we will control your lives. Joe Biden announced the test to stay program. So you go get a diagnostic test at a pharmacy. You get a false positive. And then you can receive antiviral treatments immediately. See, now we're going to live with COVID-19, and you're going to pay a different kind of price now. Now it's subconscious fear. Now you're going to go to the pharmacy, and you can get a test, 
and you can get a treatment just like you're going to buy some aspirin, just like you're going to buy some mouthwash. Joe Biden also said that we are returning to normal. He said it's time for Americans to get back to work and fill our great downtowns again, end quote. He said, quote, the vast majority of federal workers will once again work in person. So suddenly, everything changes. The first state of the union, the masks go away, everybody should go back to work, federal workers are going to go back to work. And Joe Biden said his top priority is, quote, getting prices under control, and then doesn't even outline a way to do it. It, it's all just talking points. It's all just rhetoric. It, it's all just literally a script that's being read. He also said, we're going to fund the police. Fund the police, really. He said, I've worked on these issues a long time. Yes, you did. In 1994, with the crime bill, incarcerating more African Americans and further militarizing the police against African Americans. This country is not inherently racist, but you have inherent racists that are running part of this country. Kamala Harris. She incarcerated more African American men than any other group at a rate of like, was it two or three to one? And then you have that woman who is just a disgusting, puke-faced piece of garbage sitting there, looking at the camera. You can just see the demon in her eyes. You look at Joe Biden, you can see that old, decrepit piece of garbage that we call a president. Lying, regurgitating rhetoric and talking points and propaganda. And then you reverse the camera and you look on the audience watching that. All the Democrats that think, oh, he's doing such a great job. Really, how is he doing a great job? Jobs, education, security, because they literally cannot debate or talk. Republicans can't either. Everything is just the same old talking points. It's the same old words. What did George Bush Sr. say? No new taxes. We've got to have education. It's the same exact thing. It doesn't matter if they're on the right or the left. They tell you the same garbage. Now, real leaders, whether they're on the left or the right, they speak honestly. They speak to you, not at you. They speak with you, not at you. And they do things where there are results to their actions that benefit society. This guy stands up there, one of the most prolific racists in our government, and tells you, He's worked on the issue for a long time, yes, to incarcerate black people. And he says, quote, the answer is not to defund the police. The answer is to fund the police with the resources and training they need to protect our communities from super predators. Well, he didn't say the super predator part, but the first part, I think, implies. He said it himself. He feels better when blacks are in prison because then he doesn't have to worry about his wife or daughter being raped. You talk about a blue blood, a blue blood Southern, classical Southern style, white Democrat 
Joe Biden is your guy. And it is repulsive. Of course, the high rates of violent crime in most American cities has people really concerned because most of those cities with high crime are Democrat areas. I was stunned when I read these articles this morning about the State of the Union because it's like they're all written by conservatives, but they're not. These are all like liberal publications, and they're all like, well, Biden and the Democrats realized people don't want the pandemic restrictions, so let's curtail them until the midterms. Well, Biden and the Democrats realized that in Democratic cities, rates of crime are out of control, so let's pretend like we care about stopping crime. Let's pretend like we don't want there to be crime so that we can exercise more control over society when there's total and absolute chaos. That's what I read. Joe Biden said, we need crime prevention. As long as we lock those black people up before they commit crimes, we'll get the crime prevention. We need trust and safety. Just words that are totally meaningless. Let's come together to protect our communities. Good. You want to protect our communities? Encourage people to purchase and to properly store and to properly clean and load and fire a gun. Teach people how to defend themselves. Encourage Democratic governors and Democratic prosecutors and Democratic attorney generals not to prosecute victims of crime, but to prosecute people who commit the crimes. If you're really concerned about safety and security and justice, literally the words that Joe Biden used, safety, equal justice, come together, trust, literally, they, it's like a Mad Lib. Let me read you what he said. Investigating crime prevention. Here's how they're going to do it. Here's the way he outlines it. Investigating crime prevention and community policing. You mean like Red Guards? Strong Cities Network? Cops who walk the beat, who know the neighborhood and can restore trust and safety. It's hard to do that when you've encouraged the community to attack police, when you've encouraged the community to kill police officers. We just had a police officer here about six months ago in the Tucson area, just executed in his car for no reason. But he was a police officer. Joe Biden said, let's not abandon our streets or choose between safety and equal justice. Let's come together and protect our communities, restore trust, and hold law enforcement accountable. All talking points, all meaningless, all irrelevant. But you get away with it because you got a bunch of old Liberals watching this being like, yeah, you tell him, Joe. Yeah, honey, did you hear what he said? He said justice. All right, because these people are brain dead. They're mentally ill, and I'm not saying that as rhetoric. They're brain dead, and they're mentally ill, and the woman that screamed at me that she'd rather go have a World War III than have somebody in the White House who would prevent World War III is all that you need to know, and I just can't. I can't go a day without running across someone who is a rabid, despicable human being, not because they're Democrat, but because they want war and they want injustice and they want corruption and they want racism and sexism and bigotry all in the name of the opposite. The psychological weapons that have been deployed to literally convince decent human beings to become bigots and racists and sexists and all of these other horrible things is something that can literally, I think, be studied forever. 
generation after generation can look back on the psychological techniques that have turned decent people into racists and bigots, that have turned decent people into anti-human piles of garbage in the name of all these wonderful things that never, ever, ever come true. All the things they promise you, all the things they tell you, nothing. Joe Biden says my top priority is getting prices under control. What's your plan to do that? Well, he's going to release 30 million barrels of oil from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve. That'll show him. Didn't you do that before? Maybe you could just allow the Keystone Pipeline to bring oil into our country and not shut it down and not ship things on trains and tractor trailers where you get even more carbon dioxide. Maybe just let it come down the pipeline. But no, shut that down so we have the image of protecting the climate. Instead of relying on foreign supply chains, Joe Biden said, let's make it in America. Great, I agree. Let's make it in America. Make it in America. Are they going to do it? Who's going to make it in America when you don't give businesses, including big businesses, you don't give businesses any incentive to make it here? Why would you make it in America? He also said they created 6.5 million jobs last year. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States. Here's a funny thing. True. That is, that's a true statement. The only problem with that is, although they created 6.5 million jobs, there's some context that miss, that's missing here. You know, number one, the context is 6.5 million jobs created Number one, how many of those are government jobs? How many of those are COVID jobs? How many jobs were lost in comparison? How many of those jobs that were created are a result of the end of lockdowns and the end of restrictions where people lost their jobs and businesses closed? This is gaslighting. This is Stockholm Syndrome. This is somebody beating you and raping you and robbing you And then after they beat you, they help to pick you up. After they rape you, they help to clean you up. After they rob you, they help to to get you back into a position where you you can take care of yourself again. I mean, these people are hardened criminals and we just sit here and we pretend like they're good people we sit here and we pretend like the vitriol and the hatred we pretend like the the aggression all these things in the name of peace and equality and love and justice that that we never see actually form we never see these things actually manifest We just hear things like 6.5 million jobs created. Well, the population's also growing. The number of jobs have also increased because businesses are opening back up or businesses are deciding to hire more people. But if you go back to the 1940s, the percentage increase was 10 times or more higher. So we're missing context there. The previous one-year record was in 1979, 4.2 million additional jobs. 
But if you go back to the 1940s, the increase was larger than it is now. This is that statistical game they play. It's the same kind of statistical game they play with climate change. It's the hottest year on record. Well, how long do those records go back? Well, last year. Well, then, yeah, it might be the hottest day since last year. I'm going to play you some of these State of the Union clips when we come back. I I just needed to vent tonight, if I'm being honest with you. I needed to vent. I'm sure some of you might need to vent. Maybe you can vent through me. You can listen to this nonsense. You can listen to this garbage. And I hope that you hear what I'm saying. And you don't think I'm some conservative or some some right-winger. I'm just bashing the president. I'm just bashing the Democrats. No. When someone says something so outlandish, when Joe Biden on national and international TV says that Vladimir Putin will never, ever win the hearts and minds of the Iranians when he means Ukrainians. And when he says, transgender Americans, we've got your back. But I bet you there isn't a single transgender person who's actually transgender tuning in to watch the State of the Union because they make up 0.7% of the population as a group. You see this kind of stuff, it needs to be called out. And we need to stop pretending that we're better, we're special, because we're in a unique collective. Because we have people around us who agree with us in our echo chambers. This is what makes the world a dangerous, volatile, unstable place. This is what makes our lives miserable. When we can't discuss things with people, we can't have conversations with people, everything is broken down into our little collectives and the color of our ties and whatever religious symbol we wear. This is like de-evolutionary. Let's just be honest. Let's be reasonable. And maybe we can turn this around. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. The Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio. Then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio. You know, I don't like talking about what we call politics in the sense of Democrats and Republicans and you know, the left and the right. And I used to talk about the left-right paradigm. Seems like we've forgotten about the, the basics of how bias works and the basics of how politics work. We're so wrapped up and consumed with the color of a tie. We're so wrapped up and consumed with what our party and what our collective says and does and represents. We're so consumed with ideology. We're so consumed with what is sounding good, what sounds right, as opposed to what actually is good or what actually is right. We're consumed, without even knowing it, by fallacies. You're either with our group, or you're with the opposition. There's nowhere in between. There's no neutrality. You either believe what we believe, or we are in disagreement and you are the enemy. I'm going to play you some of the State of the Union now, and I'm going to comment on it as it plays. I'm going to try to play all eight minutes of this. State of the Union was over an hour, but I've got about eight minutes of clips here that I thought I would uh, I'd put together and play for you and just kind of comment as uh, someone who isn't heavily involved in politics, per se, as someone who takes a more neutral stance, as someone who has no issue admitting when they're wrong, and as someone who spends a lot of time preparing for a show so I have an idea of what I'm talking about before I open my mouth. Yesterday when I I got finished with my uh, Occult Arcana book update, and I took a walk, and I walked around the neighborhood, and I saw the people watching the State of the Union. People had their windows open, big screen TVs. You could see them glowing inside. It was dark out. I saw the State of the Union on, and I didn't watch it, came home. Uh, my friend Joseph texted me, and he was asking me some stuff about something Biden had said, and I said, I'm, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even watch it. And I got up this morning, and I watched a few minutes of it, and I, and I listened to some of it, and I watched the rest of it later, and I decided I'm going to do a show on the State of the Union tonight. I'm just going to vent. I'm just going to play 
what they said, what Joe Biden said, whoever they are that tell him what he can and can't say. And I'm going to let you decide for yourself while pointing out some inconsistencies what you think about all of this. And I'm not calling it the state of the union. I'm calling it the state of the buffoon yin because it is a circus of hypocrisy. Let's go ahead and play this. American resolve matters. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. It was not premeditated in the sense that Putin intended to attack civilians and kill innocent people and destroy Ukraine because he hates the Ukrainians. Like, that's what a lot of people in the West think. It's unbelievable. He says, listen to that. He says, Putin. Attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. Putin was unprovoked. That's the most ridiculous thing he said all night about Ukraine. It was unprovoked. Yes, NATO and the EU had nothing to do with it. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home in this chamber, in this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. This is, again, right now in- the State of the Union, Joe Biden speaking. I'm playing through some of this, and I'm commenting on it here for the last segment. Forcing powerful economic sanctions. We're cutting off Russia's largest banks in the international financial system, preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russell ruble. Economic warfare. That's what this is. Economic warfare. So later when Joe Biden says we're not putting troops on the ground, well, they're financing, they're funding, they're sending weapons, they're sending ammunition, they're sending things to Ukraine to fight against these evil Russians. But we're not going to fight a war, all right? Because I know you don't like war, so we're not going to fight war. But then they're waging war with sanctions. They're waging war by doing things that are affecting not only the Russians, but they're affecting you as your gas and your energy prices go up. But he'll also give you his plan for that as well. Here is Joe Biden explaining the sanctions. Off Russia's largest banks in the international financial system, preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russell ruble. How is this guy the president? It's worse than George Bush. Making Putin's $630 billion war fund worthless. Yeah, just totally a random word chosen to make you sound strong. His war chest is worthless. $650 billion. Doesn't seem to be stopping him. Choking Russia's access. We're choking Russia's access to technology that will sap its economic strength and weaken its military for years to come. Tonight, this is... Tonight, I say to the Russian oligarchs and the corrupt... This is, this is a, a really, really great sound clip here. Listen to this. Leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent regime. Russian oligarchs, people who took billions of dollars from this corrupt regime. No more. No more. And then he's going to sound tough. No more. I said no more. The United States. So let me ask you this question, Joe. How much money did your son make in the Ukraine without any knowledge of energy? 
without any knowledge of energy production? How much did your son make while he was smoking crack? How much money did your son make in the Ukraine? How many billions of taxpayer dollars did you give Ukraine while telling them, you better fire the prosecutor or you ain't getting the money? And then, son of a bitch, they fired him so he couldn't investigate my son. This, I mean, I really want to puke. We're going to stop the Russian oligarchs from taking billions from this corrupt regime. I think literally the best thing to do is whatever they say, it is literally the opposite. Together with our allies, we're providing support to the Ukrainians in their fight for freedom. Fight for freedom, yes. We're supporting Ukrainians, many of which are continuing to live their lives as normal, many of which are hiding in bunkers, many of which are kind of in the middle, living their lives under the current conditions. You're fighting for their freedom by supplying them with things they need to fight for freedom. Freedom from what? What, a Russian invasion? How are they fighting for freedom when what we call freedom is the defeat of Russia and the absorbing of Ukraine into NATO and the European Union? It's literally the opposite of freedom. It's literally subjecting all of Ukraine to the EU and to NATO and to the advances of Western imperialism. How can Democrats in particular support this when they've always been opposed to imperialism and nation building? They've always been opposed to giving citizens guns, but now Ukraine needs to be in the EU, Ukraine needs to be in NATO, and the Ukrainian citizens, they need to have guns. Military assistance, economic assistance, humanitarian assistance. We're giving more than a billion dollars of direct assistance to Ukraine, and we'll continue to aid the Ukrainian people as they defend their country and help ease their suffering. This is amazing to me because you have people in our country who are homeless, who don't have jobs, and I'm not talking about the degenerates. I'm not talking about the people that are on drugs. I mean people that literally are on real, real, real tough times. They lost their job. They lost their home. They're homeless or they're living in poor conditions. You have Americans that feel that they don't have a right to defend themselves because if they stop a violent criminal from raping them or their wife, or they stop a violent criminal from breaking into their house in places like New York and California, you go to jail. Instead of helping the Americans who are suffering, instead of helping Americans who would like to defend themselves, especially from an overreaching, corrupt, bloated, lumbering, tyrannical, petty, tyrant-driven government, let's see what Joe Biden does to the People's Convoy in a couple of days when they get to Washington, if that's where they end up. Are you going to stand for those people who are standing up against you? Or are you going to declare a state of emergency? But no, billions of dollars, billions of dollars to Ukraine. Billions of dollars to help them fight, to help them. Leaving Americans once again to pay for it. Leaving many Americans who already can't afford to buy gas and to buy food and to live the lives that they would like to live, having to suffer as a result. 
of more international conflict, of more international chaos that you've created, that NATO and the EU have justified under the guise of equality and justice. When hell, half of eastern Ukraine speaks Russian, most of them are Russian, and it's none of our damn business. This All Americans. piece of trash is going to sit there and tell you the exact opposite of reality. You, as I always promised I would be. A Russian dictator of fa- invading a foreign country. A Russian dictator. Yes, Putin is a Russian dictator invading a foreign country. A foreign country that historically much of it actually was Russian. So, but it's a dictator invading a foreign country. It's cost around the world. And I'm taking robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at Russian economy. Yes, that's why you have to pay $5 for a gallon of gas, because he's making targeted calculations. And that we use every tool at our disposal to protect American businesses and consumers. Really? Because for two years, you encouraged the lockdowns, the shutdowns. You encouraged businesses to not serve people who don't have vaccines. You encourage businesses to segregate people who didn't wear masks and didn't get vaccines. You encourage businesses to segregate. You encourage businesses to shut down. You threaten businesses to shut down. You and your Democrat colleagues and the Republicans that went along with it, all the scumbags, all the doctors, all the people that just listened to whatever the mainstream media said, they listened to the talking points from the CDC and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they did no investigation, they did no research, and they censored, and they encouraged censorship, and they shut down, and they spit on and laughed at any doctor, any scientist, at anybody who questioned the narrative and the little bit of power that these petty pieces of trash exercised while everybody was afraid of an invisible virus. But no, we got to make sure we help American businesses during this time of sanctions on Russia. Where were you two years ago, asshole? Tonight, I can announce the United States has worked with 30 other countries to release 60 million barrels of oil from reserves around the world. America... We'll lead that effort. So literally, cut off the Keystone Pipeline. Cut off the new Russian-Chinese pipeline. And then gaslight the public because after you cut it off, you're going to release some of the reserve oil, which is what it says. Listen to this. This is what he says. Literally, cut off the pipeline, cut off energy, drive energy costs up, and then... I'm going to protect you, and I'm going to help you get those prices down. I've released 30 million barrels of oil. We'll lead that effort. Releasing 30 million barrels of our own strategic petroleum reserve. And we stand ready to do more if necessary. United with our allies. United. United. And we stand ready to do more if necessary. United with our allies. These steps will help blunt gas prices here at home. Really, because mine went up another 25 cents. They're $4.59. $4.59 for a gallon of gas in Tucson, Arizona. The cheapest I can find is like $3.60. But I know news about what's happening can seem alarming to all Americans. But I want you to know. And this when he looks at the camera. I want you to know. We're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Look, listen, I want you to know. I'm the authority. I'm the president. It's all psychology. We're going to be okay. When the history of this era is written, Putin's war in Ukraine will have left Russia weaker 
and the rest of the world stronger. The rest of the world, yes. The EU and NATO making the global government stronger and preventing countries from having sovereign borders. We're helping them fight for freedom. Freedom so they can be absorbed into the EU? Doesn't sound like freedom to me. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of Ukrainian people. To our fellow Ukrainian Americans who forged a deep bond that connects our two nations, we stand with you. We stand with you. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks. I love this. But he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Of the Iranian people. What an absolute embarrassment. Americans. He'll never just forge a deep bond that connects our two nations. He'll never get the hearts and minds of the Iranians. We stand with you. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. The only thing more disgusting than this are the TV shows and the radio shows and the disgusting old white liberal nutbags who are going to defend that kind of a statement and say, that was taken out of context. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. Anybody who supports that kind of mental disability, that kind of mental lapse, that kind of Freudian slip, whatever it is, You support that because that's your party. You voted for that person. That's the color of your tie, too, is mentally freaking ill. Benefit of the top 1% of Americans. The American Rescue Plan... The American Rescue Plan helped working people and left... It helped working people, yes. Yes. Helped working people and left no one behind. Helped working people and left nobody behind. The last time I checked, inflation was at the highest rate in 40 years. People decided I'd rather take government payouts than work for a living. People that wanted jobs couldn't get jobs. And then you're going to sit there and tell them that the American Recovery Act, which was a big, big pile of special interest money, helped the average person When the average person is in debt, when the average person can't afford to pay for gas, when the average person might just now be getting back to work, and because of your policies and the policies that you're associated with and support, lockdown, shut down businesses, drove people into debt, prevented people from seeing their families, and then this big article came out from Yahoo News, corporate America's 2021 profits were higher than ever. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says this is straight price gouging by corporations. No, it's two years of encouraging people to shop at big box stores, threatening, suing, fining, and shutting down small businesses. And then when big corporations make record profits, you still can't acknowledge it's because of your policy. So then you blame the company that you help make the profit for price gouging. Because of lockdowns and manufacturing being, manufacturing being shut down, you then blame the companies that have to increase prices because of that for price gouging. Some companies do price gouge. Those companies were price gouging way before the pandemic. Folks. Oh, and because Americans are generally economic illiterate, 
They're economically illiterate, so businesses can charge more and people are stupid and they'll pay it anyway. And that is the state of the union thus far. But here come the jobs. Lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. Yeah, let's clap for that. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. So if I decimate the job market with lockdowns and restrictions and segregation, and then I pull the lockdowns, restrictions, and segregation away, and millions of people go back to work, then I take credit. I'm not saying Joe Biden did all that. I'm saying as a general policy and rule of thumb, then you take credit for people going back to work when the restrictions, when the vaccine mandates are struck down in court, When people go back to work, then, oh, we created more jobs. Yeah, more government jobs. We created more contact tracing jobs. It's not the biggest increase, though. They say that it is. But you go back to the 1940s, the percentage was much, 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 much higher. Out of context, nonsense. Garbage. The economy grew at a rate of 5.7 last year, the strongest growth rate in 40 years. Yeah, do you know why? Because it was decimated the previous two years. I mean, that level of gaslighting and lying is all you need to know. Hell, everything you hear is all you need to know. Put it all together, you've got a big clown show. And the first step in bringing fundamental change to our economy that hasn't worked for working people in this nation for too long. Really? It was working pretty good under Trump. I was paying $1.95 for gas. I had a job, was making money. I ran for office with a new economic vision for America. Invest in America. Listen to this. Just these, this is his economic vision for America. Listen to this, the rhetoric, the talking points, the Mad Lib. Invest in America. Invest in America. Educate Americans. Educate Americans. Grow the workforce. Grow the workforce. Invest in America. What does that mean? Invest in what? Invest in yourself? Invest in the businesses you own? What does it mean to educate America in CRT and critical race theory and anti-American ideology? Build the economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. Because With government-controlled jobs. We know. Because we know. To rebuild America, we're going to do it by buying America. Rebuild America by buying America. Yeah, that's a Freudian slip. Yeah, you, they bought America. They destroyed America, and now the big corporate banking interests in the international community are going to build back better. Buy American products. Support American jobs. The federal government spends about $600 billion a year to keep this country safe and secure. There's been a law on the books for almost a century to make sure taxpayers' dollars support American jobs and businesses. Every administration, Democrat and Republican, says they'll do it. Well, we could spend some of that money on border protection. We're not allowed to talk about that. The panic also disrupted the global supply chain. Factories close. When that happens, it takes longer to make goods and get them to the warehouses, to the stores, and prices go up. Places shut down because one person tests positive with a false positive PCR test. And the whole factory shuts down. Look at cars last year. And he says, 
that we need to make more transistors because people are trying to buy cars and car prices are going up. No mention, no mention in that statement that it's gas prices, food prices, rent costs, that it's big corporations, that it's big mega banks, that it's propaganda in the media, that it's threats, that it's intimidation, that it's terrorism, that it's fear, that it's hysteria, that it's emotional nonsense. Fund the police. It's to fund the police. We got to fund the police, he says. Defund the police. It's to fund the police. Fund them with resources and training. Fund them with resources and training to target black people and put them in prison like my crime bill in 1994. And like my vice president who incarcerated more black people than any other group of individuals. Yeah, these people are really, really, really great leaders, aren't they? They don't tell you anything about the reason that the Ukrainian government was overthrown in 2014 because... Yanukovych said, no, thank you. I don't want the International Monetary Fund. I don't want to sell my country and its resources out because Ukraine has a lot of resources. And so a couple of years into his presidency, his government is overthrown. You can thank the West for overthrowing yet another government and then claiming that it's all about democracy, democracy. I'm tired of hearing about democracy. I'm tired of hearing about voter rights. Voter rights. Should you have an ID to vote? Yeah, you should probably have an ID to vote. That's not racist. That's how we preserve the integrity of elections. Democracy, democracy, democracy. Democracy is a dangerous thing. It's mob rule. That's why they always talk about democracy. And the State of the Union. What is the State of the Union? Well, from what I'm experiencing, from what you're probably experiencing... Higher prices, massive inflation, rising gas prices, rising energy costs, especially during the winter time, potentiality for a massive conflict in Europe, billions of dollars going to be dumped into Ukraine, billions of dollars more. And I'm supposed to sit here and listen to this buffoon tell me that it's all better. He's working for me and he cares while he probably goes after the State of the Union, takes a suit off smells a little kid, and then goes and takes a nap, gets up and doesn't do a damn thing except sign whatever papers they put in front of him because he's not actually leading the most powerful nation in the world. Special interests are, big corporations are, and big mega banks are. And that's why they wrap themselves, they shield themselves with transgenders because Biden said he's going to stand for the transgenders. He's going to represent them. desk. The onslaught of state laws targeting transgender Americans and their families. It's simply wrong. And I said last year, especially to our younger transgender Americans, I'll always have your back as your president. All they're doing is using black, transgender, gas prices. Let's get them down. Corporations evil. But we're actually working for the corporations and the big banks and the unelected governmental organizations that are trying to consolidate world power into a one-size-fits-all system where you don't have any rights whatsoever. And I'm supposed to sit here and think, hey, it's all good. He's working for me. That is the state of the union. That is the state of the buffoonian. And I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We won't be talking about anything like this tomorrow night. 
We'll be back Thursday, March 3rd into the 4th, 2022. Tonight is the 2nd into the 3rd, 2022, March. Please go to our website, thesecretteachings.info. Buy one of my books. If you haven't done so already, check out the books on the website. You get a free copy when you subscribe to the archive, the montages, and the digital books. You get all of that together. You get a free copy of one of the books when you subscribe for a year. Please leave us a review on the podcast, Radio Players. Spread the show on social media. Grab a water filter from Pro One. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content. And find our new The Secret Teachings Tree of Life t-shirts on TeePublic or on our Facebook page. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Let me know what you thought of the state of the buffoonian, rdgable at yahoo.com, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Mm-hmm.